0: over under on uh, the point totals um, I took the over you took the under even though your game score predicted the over that's the reason there so, <laughs> I was right and yes over. I,
1: I was told there would be no math
0: <laughs> <laughs> um. Welcome to my Goda podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, my co-host John Powell and I review Georgia's 49-14 win over Missouri. While we were already aware of the Vanderbilt cancellation at the time of recording, we did our best to only review Missouri. But eventually, the vanity talk did creep in. As always, remember you can follow us on social media at MyGottaPodcast. And if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, five stars obviously, and review the show. If you leave us a review, you just might hear it on an upcoming episode. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. I guess I would say for Missouri, it was a tale of two halves on what happened in the field, even though, I mean, we played two halves for sure this game, I would say, right? (laughs) Um, For sure. I would say that was probably our most complete performance um, of the year, or I guess most consistent performance throughout a game. And there was that kind of second quarter lull and then revival late in the first half and then just sheer domination in the second half
1: yeah i mean i would say that it was everything that we kind of talked through i mean one of the big things that that i took away from it was that how you know not to toot our own horn or take a victory lap or whatever but like i feel like a lot of the points that we brought up in the game in the preview are ended up ended up painting out so we, we basically, you know, from a from an offensive standpoint, we stuck with what works. And then when it didn't work, we switched to something else that would potentially work, and it worked, and we stuck with it. And basically, Missouri was on their heels the entire game.
0: Yeah, it, it was awesome. It, it, it really was awesome. I mean, I had kind of a panic moment uh, late in the first half, and we'll... We'll get to that. Let me, let, me, let me run through our picks, and I've got a funny anecdote about our picks, too, because I run through those. So <laughs> will, we, will we play the game? Yes, we were both right there. Um, Sweet. Roundtree, over-under on his season average of 104. We both took the under, and he was way under 16 rushing yards. For Larry Roundtree, that if was. You'd have told uh, me, if you had told me that
1: he was going to have 16 rushing yards, I would have told you you were crazy. Like that was yep. that's even outperforming my own expectations, and just show showcases how like how built this team is to shut down the run because yep. we've done yep. it multiple times this season. Unfortunately, the SEC is now the Big 12, where everybody's just fun and gun all day long.
0: Well, and then it was also a bit of a welcome back, Jordan Davis. I would say too, mm. right? Um, Mm. Mm. I don't think that happens without him, him there. Cheers.
1: (laughs) Cheers to you, Mr. Davis.
0: (laughs) Okay. This is my funny thing. Basilak over under 0.5 interceptions. I actually tweeted out from the podcast account when he threw the pick that, that I, I tagged myself, which is always kind of weird when I'm tweeting from the podcast account, but whatever, that I hit the over, uh, on the second play of the game funny thing is you picked the over and I took the under.
1: So. I, was, I was just about to say, I was just about to say, I felt a little cheated, but yes, I, totally. I, I, I you should have called me out. You should have called me out. It's all uh, good. It's all good. It was
0: so funny because I was, uh, I, you know, cause I, I, write all these things down and I go back and write down the actual, and I went and wrote the actual, I saw that, <laughs> that you had taken the over and i taken the under and I was like, well, that can't be right. And I crossed, I crossed it out and rewrote it. And then I was like, well, hold on a second. And so I like, Opened up uh, Apple Podcasts on my phone, <laughs> listened back. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I found the spot in the episode. I was like, "Oh man, John, uh, what?" <laughs> That's not how I remember. So it's uh, a good thing we have recorded record of this. Otherwise, <laughs> I it, <get>
1: wrong. <laughs> it was it was like the third play of the game or something like that, wasn't it?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Second play of the game. It was second a, play was of awesome.
1: the game. Yeah, dude. Yep. I told you. I told you that we were gonna take it away from him, and in fact, we should have had more.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: We had, we, had some, um, we had some dropsies.
0: So I'll go through the other random ones. Uh, leading receiver, I actually got that one, so that was the only one that I got right that you didn't. Um, you had Burton. Uh, over under on the point totals. Um, I took the over, you took the under, even though your game score w- predicted the over. That's the <laughs> so, <laughs> I was right and that we had the Yes, the over. I,
1: I was told there would be no math. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and then over, I like this one. Uh, I, and I was actually following along for it. I didn't ever hear it though. So over under 0.5 app state mentions in relation, uh, to drink what's and I took the over you took the under and I didn't hear any. So I think you were right.
1: I think um, I was right. I took, the yeah. Under. So
0: as far as I know, as far as from my, my uh, viewing on my couch, I didn't hear it. Um,
1: I did not, I did not watch the replay. As you know, I, we yeah. had a little overnight date night situation in Atlanta, Um, with the wife and some other, another couple of ours, friends of ours. And so the next day I ended up, I somehow avoided all activity on the game and would did not spoil it at all, but I still had my phone with me, which was weird. So I got back. I
0: I wasn't hearing anything from you and I did send you the wellness check, uh, text at (laughs) halftime. I was like, you alive. Wellness
1: check. Wellness check. <laughs> Making sure <laughs> <everything's> okay. <laughs> yeah, because I hadn't texted you, or, or we, we didn't have exactly. our usual game day back and forth. So, uh, I I I was able to watch it completely unspoiled, um, and with the exception of my wife, who um, bless her heart. It was half when you did the wellness check. It was probably a good a good call because I was definitely in a. Uh, w t f mode i was i was munsoning hardcore when they blocked when they blocked the uh blocked the punt yes uh, right at the end of the right at the end of the half but then we went down and scored and like and then all of a sudden my wife was like yeah it doesn't end up it doesn't end up nearly as bad or calm down it doesn't <laughs> end up this way and so she like she kind of kind of let it slip a little bit but i had no idea what was in store for the second half beatdown that was about to commence.
0: Yeah, so 49-14. So you had you were really close here. So I was with my Munsoning, I had a 38-31 score. I thought it was going to be a shootout. So I was clearly wrong and happy to be wrong. Uh, you were really close, man. You had 44-17. to So you were like right there. That
1: was, yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Go me.
0: Right, yeah. I would say like I kind of can't believe I was Munsoning over it. But um, I guess my only defense of myself would be I did not believe Kirby Smart uh, saying that Jordan Davis was going to play, and I That's, think he made a huge impact. So um, the kid's a
1: monster, dude. Like, yeah, I can't even. I can't even say enough about that guy. He, he whenever yeah. he's in the game, he he completely changes things.
0: Right, right, um, and I mean, I don't know. I, I guess like the way the game was flowing, like. And we, we, you know, we jump out to that early lead, you know, get the pick, then an all-running drive <laughs> with zero passes. Uh, and then, um, I can't even remember if they got any first, I think they may have got a first down or two on their second drive, but then we the ball back, go right back down and score again. Um, and then the game did really, like, it really turned, it really turned on the trick play, right, on the double pass that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, because when that happened, you know, they score a couple of plays later um, on the Basilek, you know, like kind of QB draw or zone read, whatever it was. Um, and then, like, I think our next drive, they were really, like, you know, started blitzing, uh, couldn't make much happen. Um, and, like, the offense felt completely different. And that was when, so at that point, then I'm starting to get worried about, you know, we don't have Trey Hill in the game. Um, our offensive line can't, can't handle this. Uh, we weren't giving time, um, for Daniels to throw, um, you know, and so we you know, the offense did really stall there. And so that's where my Munson came in. And I think this was around the time where you were saying like, you were, you are freaking out as well. So, um, and then obviously the, the, the muff punt or the drop punt by Jackson, that happens then what, like three and out, and then the block punt. Um, And then I was just, I felt like it was like disaster. (laughs) I was totally freaking out.
1: So we jumped out, obviously 14, 14, seven, and we were, we looked okay. We looked pretty solid, but then we went and both teams kind of, both teams kind of crapped the bed for what? Like, uh, looks like it was about 10 minutes or so. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, 10, 10 plus minutes. It was, punt 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 fumble M- Missouri fumbled it and then uh and then we went three plays immediately after that and had to punt and that's when they got the block and then they had a one yeah. yard and so <clears throat> so I guess it was right re- it was here it was the play right before this so they blocked the punt and Kirby Smart called a timeout so yeah. to me to me like listening to him listening to him talk about this on the the press conference post game or whether it was i can't remember where it was but he mentioned i saw i saw the video of it he mentioned that he his assistants and his analysts were in his ear talking about it and it was weird because he was almost like you know patting himself on the back kind of thing verbally and it was like one of those things like you know we've made the uh, the you know kind of comparison of you know the crown or whatever or he like basically tells everybody what he's where he tells everybody what he's thinking, and it was basically, it was basically him giving giving himself and his and his staff, you know, kudos for for doing such a good clock management situation where they called a timeout so that they could save time for the offense because they knew that they were probably going to score on a one yard drive and they were just trying to give the team time. And then we we got the ball back and we took six plays, forty three seconds. And we scored a touchdown, and all of a sudden we were back on top, and we got the ball back and scored another touchdown. And to me, that was where that was where the game turned. Was like, yes, we had a b- bad punt, but our coaching staff coached, you know, a, coached us into a situation where we could win. And I thought that that was really promising, and just kind of highlights some of the you know chess match situations that go on during the game that the average fan probably doesn't realize.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that, and like right there in that sequence so after they score, then um, they you know kick off to us at fourteen all, you know right right after that it still didn't feel good right like first two plays um, netted zero yards so we're sitting there at third and ten the pass rush had been really coming on and I feel like that the third and ten play to me was kind of the that to me was the play of the game um, and that That's- was the play where. <laughs>
1: That's the outplay to Kyrus, right?
0: To Kyrus Jackson, right? So they moved. So you know, we've been having all this problem dealing with the pressure. Daniels been sacked. We had bad balls. Um, they moved the pocket. You know, rolled out Daniels to the right and hit Jackson on that out route um, for the first down. And then after that, everything just clicked, and like it never stopped clicking. Um, so yeah, yeah I think mean, that was a that was a huge play.
1: Yeah, I agree. And and you know you know you mentioned that that we. You know, hats off to the coaching staff because, like I said, there's, there were multiple situations. Like, we obviously made some second-half adjustments on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I, I haven't heard or seen anything about, like, what, you know, they saw or changed or, or whatever. Or if it was just that we jumped out after the halftime and we jumped out to a – you know to a 35-14 lead and that just put Missouri into a situation where they had to do some different things on the on their offensive side of the ball which played right into us. Yep. Um capitalizing, but the you know, I don't know, it it just seems like we had really good coaching all around. Um and it just sound it just seemed like that we out-coached them and we out-talented them and frankly outlasted them. You know, you, you have to yep. be honest with the situation that they were just completely outmanned along the lines and just overall personnel. They just had less players than us. And I kind of figured that that would play into it. Like when it was halftime, I started thinking to myself, I mean, at some point these kids are going to get really tired and it's probably going to show the talent over. We'll out talent them at some point, but we also had a a good coaching as well. So like seeing, seeing Daniels roll out and, you know, I was watching it during the, during the game. And I just kept thinking like, holy crap guys, they're they They keep bringing the house every single time. And it was just totally shutting down Daniel. So like, yeah. if you can, it, it kind of makes me worried for the future. If we come up against a team like, you know, in Alabama or, you know, Clemson next year, the beginning of the game or beginning of the season or whatever. But, um, if you really wanted to shut Daniels down, like bring in the house, is a good way to start doing that because he did not do well with the pressure and our line didn't do well with the pressure initially. And then we made some changes. We started moving moving him out of the pocket and we had a quick slant. That was one of the Pickens touchdown where we had a quick slant uh, where yeah. he knew, where he noticed that they were isolated. They had Pickens isolated out wide and he checked in from a run play to a pass play and just hit hit Pickens on a slant. So to me that was – that was just good coaching just overall and the overall approach he said move in the pocket that to me was was just impressive
0: yeah and like while I was freaking out like you know as we were approaching the half there um I, I guess what I was trying to tell myself to calm down was that you know what Missouri had done was all the result of two plays you know so it, basically it, you know the double pass um the trick play, which I, I know, like, I watched Battle Hymnal last week and they talked about that, um, that there was going to be a trick play coming. I guess they usually run a flea flicker. You know, this wasn't a flea flicker, but they did do, you know, something wonky. So I guess that's, they usually do that. Um, so that's kind of disappointing, but outside of that one play, I mean, so you have that and then the block punt, and that was what generated all of their points. Uh, you know, they weren't able to, to sustain anything. Uh, you know, it was really those two big plays It kind of made me, that made me feel better, um, kind of get out of my mounsning. And then obviously, the, the, w- once we had that two for one, um, you know, scoring to end the first half, and then right away to begin the second half, um, I obviously felt a lot better. Although, um, am I getting this right? Was it? I think it was. Yeah. So those two touchdowns were Pickens back to back, right? So the first one was the the end of the first half. That was the one the Pickens where he like dove and caught it, and then. The first touchdown of the third quarter was the slant to Pickens where I did think he was going to like pull a hamstring or break something when he was like galloping and then slipped on the <laughs> on the track. <laughs> uh, so that scared me. I was like, ah, be careful.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Why are you galloping? <laughs> uh,
0: that was weird. Oh, and then did you notice that like, and someone tweeted about this, but I know if, if you, you were watching it on, on delay, so you may not have seen this going through Twitter. Did you see when like Pickens was wearing someone else's helmet at one point?
1: Like he was wearing,
0: I think, Matt Lander's helmet because his helmet had, a, had number five on it. And there was, so there's a play where, like, before the play, they zoomed in on Pickens and he had, like, the colors, I guess, don't matter, but he had, like, a white mouthpiece in his mouth and then, like, a red mouthpiece hanging off his face mask or vice versa or whatever. Like, he had just, like, a, like, there was a mouthpiece attached to the face mask of his helmet. To, <laughs> like, and, like, but he had another mouthpiece in his mouth.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> it's so weird.
0: So yeah, he, he uh, apparently grabbed the the wrong helmet at, at one point. So that, I don't know. that was kind of funny. <laughs> That's
1: so funny. <laughs> I'm uh, sure I'm sure he'll be hearing about that. They the, the, they will never let him live that one down. I'm sure if he grabbed the wrong yeah. helmet.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. So there's that. Uh, but man, the the running backs. I mean, we are definitely uh, living up to running back you still um, four backs with a rushing TD. Cook also had a passing or you know, receiving touchdowns. Uh, Zeus, Zeus and Dejon Edwards both over 100 yards. Um, and Edwards looked really good um, Dude, when he got his time in the second half.
1: We could, we could almost do an entire podcast on my feelings for Mr. Dejan Edwards. Because. <laughs> that is the the kid just looks like the reincarnation of Nick Chubb. I feel like that when he gets another like season, season and a half, two seasons whatever under his belt with uh, our strength and conditioning staff, um that kid is that kid's going to be a handful. He is going to be a major problem for SEC defenses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He um and it kind of reminds me too of Like Macintosh last year, right? So last year, Macintosh didn't get a whole lot of playing time. Um, But when he got in, he looked really good. And he was probably, what, third or fourth fourth string last year, right? I don't know, man. The future is bright. Um, We'll see if everyone is back next year, and we can kind of talk about that when we recap the season, I guess. But... um, Someone would have to leave early uh, between Zeus or or Cook, you know, to not have all those guys back. But then add Kendall Bilton into the mix as well, and future is bright at tailback for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're definitely stacked at the running back position for the foreseeable future, unless, like you said, unless someone decides that they need to jump early. But that's definitely a position that I'm not worried about if if someone jumps jumps early, because there's definitely talented players behind them. Um, I was kind of disappointed. I don't think I don't think Kendall Milton got a snap right, even though he He didn't.
0: Uh, No, they said he was like um, Kirby said that he was like 85% percent, eighty five to ninety percent, and could have played if we needed him to, but we did not need him to.
1: Yeah, well, clearly we didn't need him to. Like, I mean, when you basically every time we lined up to snap the ball, whether it was a run or a pass we were guaranteed at least seven yards. I mean, we averaged seven yards of rush and 11 yards per pass attempt. So, I mean, that just adds up to an absolute, like take you behind the woodshed and just beat you around a little bit.
0: Yeah. And I mean, like, and it was the exact opposite on the other side of the ball. And, you know, something that we did talk about in the preview, what I I was saying that I wanted to see was – you know, shutting down the run to the point that if you can get the other team to the point where they have third and two and they have no confidence that they can hand it off to the tailback and get the first down, like, that's when you've won, right? And I actually, um, so my text, I was, like, overly texting with my dad. So my dad and I were texting nonstop all game. I was able to focus on texting with my dad a little bit more. (laughs) I wasn't texting you throughout the whole game, too. Nice. Um, And, like, I think I actually, there was a moment where they did still run the ball, but there was a moment where it was like a third and two, and they didn't hand off to Roundtree. Like they did uh, some kind of jet sweep or something, and we totally stuff snuffed that out as well. We just threw him for a loss. I was like, "That's what I'm talking about." Like when you don't have, you know, you've got Roundtree, who's one of the top backs in the SEC, had had like you know 150 yards the last two games, you know, plus, um, and they had no confidence to just hand the ball off to him and get a first down on third and short. And, I don't know. That's what I love to see. I mean, when you can do that on defense, it's just I don't know. That's a beautiful thing. And again, I think Jordan Davis plays a huge part in that.
1: Yeah, I, I would, I would tend to agree with that assessment for sure. Um, it just looked like that their will just got completely sh- the one, once we jumped up after after halftime. I feel like that we kind of broke them, and then when they got their their next possession after we had jumped up. Uh, 14 points. They had to punt it away. I feel like that, and then we went back we down and scored. So like, you know, I basically we basically broke their will, <laughs> which plays yeah. right into plays right into Kirby. I mean, we we ran we ran them down. I mean, 316 yards rushing is just absolutely just mm, that's just hey,
0: that's up there with what I was what I was looking for because you were like, would 170 be enough? And I was like, ah, I want more. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that was nice um i guess the only other thing with with the offense i would say was uh like for you i'm sure you jumped and got excited when we saw some tight end passes
1: yeah it was like we almost saw like a a complete series of nothing but tight end passes not only that but we also had like a couple of plays i think where it was two tight ends in the game Uh, We had McKitty and uh, Darnell Washington out going down for passes, which I thought was really, really interesting. So uh, I don't know if they were maybe trying to throw out there that we can absolutely play with uh, the tight end to Mr. Art Gilbert. Um, Yeah. Come on home. Come on home to Athens, sir. Um, But, you know, we've been basically begging for this all season long. And I think Graham, Graham coffee mentioned it, but you know, if we were ever into a situation where we needed a hail Mary ball, you know, you you basically have to have Darnell Washington out there because of his athletic ability, six, five, you know, just a mountain of a man. And he proved that he can go out and get it and catch the ball. And I really, really hope that, you know, that he and Daniels and Munkin can start getting him some more opportunities, so that he can be like the the Kyle Pitts for for the University of Georgia. Which, you know, it is kind of interesting if you look at the comparisons between him and Pitts. Pitts, you know, his senior his freshman year um, had kind of a similar had a similar stat line. Like he didn't really get thrown the ball. He didn't really have too many opportunities last year. And then all of a sudden this year he just had a breakout year. So I'm hoping because. You know, we can all see the the talent that he has, uh, the the skill sets that he has in his arsenal, and he's had a I think he's had a better season or similar ish season to to Pitts. It's similar,
0: yeah. So I I mean, I don't have it in front of me or anything, but I saw I saw it on Twitter. So it's definitely true. Uh, Recently, someone had compared their stats, and they were very very similar. Freshman year stats, Mm very yeah. They're they're very similar. Um, Oh, and. Okay, so I, I also, and I, I tweeted this out, like, the only game that we didn't have a, a prediction in the, in the previous episode of over under one and a half quarterbacks, and we saw three. <laughs> 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 so, you know, I, you know, I guess if you, if you had taken the over, you still would have gotten it right there, uh, if we had said that, but I didn't see that coming. I did not anticipate uh, three quarterbacks in a game. Um, would have liked to see... Uh, Beck, at least get a pass attempt, but that's okay. Um,
1: yeah, seriously. Yeah, you
0: know, at least got at least got him in the game, and I think that's just you know that's that's that that's Kirby um, not wanting to run it up, so that's okay.
1: Yeah, no. If you'd have told me that Carson Beck was going to take snaps in this game, I probably would have told you you were crazy. So, um yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm glad that they rewarded him. I, I imagine that some to a certain degree that was probably a reward because. They knew that they probably, or at least they had their suspicions that they might not be playing Vanderbilt uh, the next week, but um, basically taking the opportunity to clear the benches, you know, again, which is nice. It's basically been something that I've been hoping for and praying for every single game because we just don't have that many opportunities to get these guys experience that need to get experience. You know, you got Cedric Van Praan coming up on the offensive line. He's going to have to take over at center, which, you know, Looking ahead, I'm I'm hearing that he's kind of like a Jordan Davis type person uh, for the future for the offense. So that's mm. that's encouraging. So getting guys like him, getting guys like Beck, getting guys um, that are further down the pecking order on the wide receiver side of things, because as we've seen, when we don't have as much experience uh, at the wide receiver position, we tend to struggle offensively. So you know, the more snaps that we can get those guys on both sides of the ball, the better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at my notes. I think we actually already talked about all the defensive things that I had <laughs> I had jotted down just because they were so dominant. Oh, you know yeah. what? The one thing, this is something my dad texted, my dad said to me uh, when I talked to my dad. Um, I think I saw this on Twitter somewhere too. Like the defense, so after, like I said earlier, like the, you know, the 14 points kind of came off of two plays. Um, but after the Roundtree touchdown, like – he was all up in, like, our lineman's face, like, taunting them and, you know, I don't know, talking a little trash to them. And then they did absolutely nothing after that. So I don't know if he, like, lit a fire in them or what. But um, it was getting a little chippy. And I think we kind of shut the whole team up after that. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed that.
1: I didn't notice that. I did not notice that. But what I do know is that they probably all got, you know, Talking to, shall we say, uh, from the coaching staff at the halftime. And, yeah. you know, obviously he didn't do anything after that. So, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He, this was, I mean, halftime adjustments, I would say probably won the game. I mean, we, you know, t- turned it like that one play. We talked about the QS Jackson, huge play, momentum changer. Um, and then just to be able to keep it up all through the second half. Uh, I mean yeah. it was fun. It was fun to watch. It was a lot of fun in the
1: second half. Yeah, I don't know. I mean like I mean, like you said earlier, um, it really came down to two plays. Like they basically had a busted coverage play and they yep. had a block punt and that was really it. I mean, there was like little fits and spurts here and there. I was actually gonna go back and try to look. I'm not gonna do it, but um I can't imagine like if we were to pull up like the I don't know, like the ESPN like game game analysis or whatever, like did they ever like threatened to score <laughs> is kind of what i was in wondering. the second like, half yeah like when you look at when you look at like the, the the play charts or whatever where you know they got this far and they punted it and then they go back and forth like did they ever like even get within scoring distance of of us
0: um <laughs> After i do have i've got all the drive charts they it looks like they crossed midfield
1: once
0: in yeah the second that's half.
1: what that's what i was saying like i don't think that they even crossed midfield
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, I think yeah. So they punted from R forty seven on their first drive in the second half, and that was that was the furthest they got.
1: <laughs> yeah, which is crazy because you look at the you look at like the win probability, and it's like you know 90 percent, and then all of a sudden we had the block punt, and then, and then even then it goes down to like seventy one percent or something like that win probability after the block punt. Um, yeah. And then we went and scored at the beginning of the second half, and it immediately jumps up to 100% and never leaves and never changes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the game was um. never in doubt at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It was there. It they was kind of fluky how they got in it. Which again, I did not see coming. You did. I did not see that coming. I was very, I was very pleased though. Like when I'm worried like that, and then we end up blowing them out. That's quite enjoyable. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, I was like having a blast in the second half. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was fun. I, was it? Was this though the worst? Special teams game for us.
1: You know, I I was waiting for you to get to it, and I think uh, did we cover? Oh, the only other thing that I wanted to mention on defense is that uh, I imagine that there is an offensive coordinator by the name of Steve Sarkeesian and or Dan Mullen and or uh, I don't I, I don't remember his Ole Miss on the season uh, anyway. Lane Kiffin, like the, if you're if you're an offensive minded coach, you probably have watched uh, Lewis scene um, bite on that on that play and i imagine as we look forward to you know to him and his development as well as like scheming against our our defense i imagine that we will probably see some sort of similar play like that similar formation etc um where they try to get him to bite on a similar play and and bust one for for a big gain because, I mean, he bit hard on that on he that did. play he, did. And he, he really came like, in <laughs> like even like even if even if like the the wide receiver like hesitated or like bobbled the ball or had to wait longer like there was no way he was going to get there so like I don't know what he was thinking like I, I really don't well, know what he was thinking
0: I mean I know I have I have a much better vantage point of the field uh, on TV than he does from the secondary. <laughs> but like the second, the ball left Bayslake's hand, I was like, double pass, double pass, double pass, just like screaming at the TV. And then yeah. uh, it happened and he was open, uh, which I mean, if it was a good throw, um, although I think that was actually a uh, Chisholm who you had said to laugh for, he, he was the guy that threw it.
1: He was, um, yeah. Uh,
0: so you uh, under throw, but again, he's a receiver. So we'll cut, we'll, we'll cut him some slack.
1: That's totally fine.
0: Um, yeah. If it had been a perfect, there would have been an easy touchdown. I mean, they scored what, one or two plays later, anyway. So, but yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. And then uh, let's see the defensive side. We talked about that. Uh, I think that was everything that I had from a notes perspective uh, on the defensive side. I mean, there's not much you can say when they can't get past the midfield. Uh, they're left scoreless uh, in the second half. I mean, there's pretty much everything that you could ask for from the defensive side of things transpired. Yeah, it was
0: so good. It's like, I don't know what else to say about it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> kind of deal. I don't know. Um, yeah, so for this for the special teams, I, I was trying to think if we'd have a, had a worse game this year. And again, second half, things were cleared up and everything was fine. Um, but, you know, we had – well, not totally. We had the uh, the missed field goal. But so in the first half, you had, you know, the, the drop punt – which I don't know if like it hung in the wind, weird because it clearly went further than Jackson anticipated it to because it was like he ran up and then it hit right by his helmet. You know he kind of had to put his hands up. Um, so I don't know. I was all worried about the weather. Um, obviously, didn't seem to be a huge factor, but so I don't know if that was wind or or, or what the deal was with that. But I thought it, that wasn't uh, good. But at least we at least we fell on it.
1: <clears throat> I thought it looked like. Um... I thought it kind of looked more like, uh, like he had taken his eyes off the ball and was looking ahead, and instead of catch, instead of focusing on catching the ball, um, he just ran too far up and was trying to make, bust a move. I, I don't, I don't really, I really don't yeah. know what he was thinking in that situation, but um, ill advised to say the least. Um, yeah. but I mean, it really was bad. Like, I mean, obviously we missed a field goal, which. Holy cow! Like I don't know, man. Um,
0: Kevin Butler says he knows why he missed it.
1: <laughs> he knows why he missed it.
0: I don't know why, and I I don't know if there was no Bulldog Brunch this this week. Uh, I I didn't I didn't try to listen live, and it, it did. It was not released via the Bulldog podcast today, so this is not a Bulldog Brunch tidbit. But it was on it was on Twitter. Uh, Kevin Butler tweeted something to the effect that. Uh, that he that he knows why, uh, Jackpot uh, missed missed that field goal. So I don't know why. Um, I I think uh, Butler uh, continues to like subtly hint that Kirby needs to hire him back, <laughs> that he could like help all the kickers. I, I think it was one of those things.
1: Dude, seriously. I mean, I yeah. I don't. I kind of wish. I kind of wish that they had never let him go. But I don't know. That they necessarily yeah. let him go. But. Um, throw all the money at him because every time he, you know, when he came and was coaching, wouldn't he here for a couple of seasons? Yeah. I think it was 16 and 17. Yeah, dude. Like 17. Like, are you kidding me?
0: Yeah. I I mean, he basically, I mean, he helped mold Rodrigo into what he is now, which by the way, Holy cow, Rodrigo Blankenship in the NFL is like incredible. He set like the points, the rookie points scored record all time for the Colts. So yeah, he's having a heck of a season. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, I digress. Uh, but yeah, the, I, I did go back and look at the blocked punt. And um, I mean, they were definitely coming after it. And I don't know that we so much expected them to do that. But like the little punt protection unit, like they messed up. Like, <laughs> so it was like Ojolari and Herring are next to each other. And they both took the same guy. Um, I think basically like Ojolari, I think took the wrong guy or, I don't know, they kind of, the way the guy kind of stunted it, I guess. But anyways, one guy went, if you're looking overhead, went left and Ojolari was on the left and then this other guy went to the right and that's where hearing was. And they both blocked that one guy and then that second guy came free. So, I mean, he had a free run to the punter, like no one touched him.
1: Yeah, um, dude. I mean, he he was completely unblocked. Yeah. I thought they had a couple yeah. of guys that looked like they could have blocked it, but
0: that's the other thing I'm looking at too. Like even if O'Glaris slid out to the left and took that guy, I do feel like someone else would have made it through. <laughs> it, I mean, it was it, they I feel like had more guys coming than we had there to protect. So I don't know if we had the wrong protection called or something there. Um I don't know. I am still like old man getting used to the then I call it new, even though it's many years old now. Um, <laughs> the way we line up for punts now, with the three guys back, you know, like when we were in school, it was just a line. <laughs> you know, like uh, I am trying to remember when that changed. It was probably probably about 10, 15 years ago though, <laughs> that changed. But
1: yeah, you know, I don't really sense. understand it. Although when you have three guys that are back, I mean, correct me if I am wrong, but that just gives more free reign for someone to come after you in a situation like that. Because you have less risk because you know that no matter what happens, you're gonna get a pretty decent field position. So like why not just go all out? The only reason yeah. that I could foresee someone wanting to do something like that is to run like a rugby style kick like LSU has done, you know, mm-hmm. historically. But we don't ever do that. We don't ever like we don't ever like jog someone, you know, where they run left or right for a little bit. And like I yeah. actually I actually really like that style because if you can run it right, it's almost like a free. And I think Auburn does it too, don't they? Where it's like you run them out to this to the left or the right, and then you basically can decide if you want to punt it or fake it. Because if they don't cover you, then you basically have a free run. It's almost like a free free attempt to go for a uh, you know a quick conversion or whatever. But like we don't ever do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we like don't. that's the only. Yeah, I don't know. That's the Someone only at some point
0: decided that that was the correct formation to use for punting, and now everyone does that. So I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about at all. So, um, <laughs> but you know, it's weird. Yeah, those were the only special teams notes I had. That so I don't know. I guess clean that up. Um, I you know. I guess Camaro just didn't punt much, though. Well, uh, really think about it. I mean, in the first half, I guess, but he didn't shank any. I don't know. I, I actually did not pay like super close attention, whether he was always punting to the right, as we like to look for. Um, but, you know, I didn't notice any bad punts or anything. So, right. I mean, I don't know. Absolute beat down. Um, it was amazing. <laughs> it was fun to watch. Um, and then some weird things happened over the weekend as well, which I don't know if you want to talk about that yet, but I know uh, we were watching uh, Florida Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like, and that's where like, I mean, it's so perfect with like who throws a shoe? Honestly, honestly, who throws a shoe? <laughs> uh,
1: oh man, the memes—the memes that were that happened uh, after that game are just so funny. And you know, I, I took I took a little bit of flack from uh, my buddy Zach from from church, uh, who who was like, "Oh yeah, you guys are just enjoying, you know, not getting to the SEC championship again." I'm like, "Dude, you guys have been." You guys have been giving us hell for the last forty years, no matter what we do. Like much less the right. fact that you haven't been to the SEC championship in over a decade. So um, yeah. enjoy it, enjoy it, and you know what? I'm going to enjoy the fact that y'all threw away your season. As uh, it, I mean, I've never seen anything
0: anything like it. Um, the, the craziest thing to me, too. And I'll give uh, we've talked about it before. You know, Kendall Milton's dad, uh, father of ballers. So I don't know if you saw what he said on Twitter about it. I think it was like like it was either the next day or the day after. Um, I thought it was really cool. Like he pointed out like the difference between the way, Mullen is handling this, uh, as opposed to how Kirby reacted when George Pickens squirted the water bottle, against Tennessee. You know, both mm. very silly things to do. What are you thinking? And how did Kirby react? He said, you know, like, I don't remember exactly what he said. He's like, you know, what are we, eight years old? Like, who does that? You know, and he basically, like, you know, said he couldn't believe he did it, that kind of thing. And whereas Mullen, have you seen his quote where he was like, he was just making a football move? <laughs> like, yeah, he was not making a football move. He's, you know, I mean, it was a football move when the shoe came off. But uh, also, just the way the ref announced the penalty was so descriptive. It was amazing. Like it reminded me of the scene in Necessary Roughness, where the guy is like rattling off the uh, styles of kicks that he's making. When um, he was like, you know, unsportsmanlike throwing the LSU player's shoe twenty yards down the field. That,
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, that, he added. He added the, that was Throwing at twenty yards down the field. I, <laughs> I, I, remember watching that um, and laughing out loud. Like, did he really just like call that guy out like that?
0: Yeah, uh, it, it's the, it was the best, uh, announcement of a penalty since, uh, the given the business, uh, call from, from, from many years ago,
1: for giving them the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so,
0: yeah. So I don't know. I mean, um, I that you know, not, not that you can put the entire game on that one play. I mean, there were so many things that went wrong, but a couple of things ended up happening. I would say Kyle Trask, I think I would say is not in the Heisman running anymore after that game. Uh, with the pick six and another plus another pick. Um, and then I mean their playoff hopes I would say I mean even if they win, which they're not going to be at Alabama, but even if they did, I think they're they're done. So
1: yeah, no I mean I, don't, I really don't understand I really don't understand why Mullen is the way he is. like it's like the yeah. the office like why are you the way you are like Dan Mullen, <laughs> Dan Mullen is the Toby. Of the SEC, and it is incredibly annoying and frustrating. He's just a buzz. <laughs> he's just a buzzkill in every way, shape, or form. And uh, you know, you know, chance dog, like, dude, that clown, that clown shirt. Like, I'm, I'm gonna have to, like, I'm gonna have to buy one of those things because Dan <laughs> Wallen is an absolute clown. Well, you this... you
0: retweeted his you retweeted his tweet, so you might win it. You're entered in the seven six giveaway. I saw that.
1: So, so yeah. you're saying there's a chance. It's <laughs> <There's> a chance. <laughs> Uh, Which did you see, well, by the way, speaking of there's a chance, did you see like, after this weekend's games that uh, there's a 1% chance that UGA could get into the college playoff? Uh,
0: there is, there is. When we preview <laughs> championship weekend, we're going to uh, go through the scenario. Uh, so, Okay. <laughs> there is a scenario. Um, and then I, I know like, when we went off on a Dan Mullen tangent uh, many, many episodes ago at this point, you, one of your things that you didn't like was when uh, he was—he basically wanted Auburn to beat us, and he was like, "You know, War Eagle," like you know, his weird voice or whatever. Which—that's mm-hmm. my segue to—and then Gus Malzahn got fired, uh, which I did not see coming. Um, <laughs> I was—I was pretty surprised. I mean, I know they didn't have a great season, but that was—I wasn't prepared for that either.
1: I was pretty shocked, um, mostly because the guy has an absolutely asinine buyout. Um, and yeah. so, like to, to your point, like I mean, I guess that they just kind of decided that enough was enough. And I think that it was somebody pointed it out um, in the aftermath of that whole situation that you know, I guess that there are a handful of boosters at auburn that control things and they don't know what they're doing and more specifically like you know auburn hasn't historically been like a big you know sec championship powerhouse i think that they're just like trying to catch up at this point like they have a couple of a couple more sec championships than like Ole miss so like they just have historically it's it's not a it's not an easy job I mean, with the exception of Gene Jizek in the last, you know, in the last little bit here, um, you know, he had that he had that Ed Orgeron esque season with an all world quarterback, and then promptly threw it all in the trash, exactly like Ed Orgeron did this year. So yeah, um, I don't know. I think that they're they're in for a a tough a tough sell, which. You know, are we are we transitioning to talking about the coaching carousel, or what are we doing here?
0: No, that was that kind of uh, well. I mean, we could a little bit. Um, uh, we'll have plenty of time to talk about talk about other stuff. Um, I mean, I would think Hugh Freeze has got to be their number one candidate. I would assume. Um, yeah, yeah, and we'll we'll get into the uh, we'll get into the coaching carousel probably. Um, I don't know in one of our upcoming episodes. I i assume but yeah yeah, we could probably we could probably wrap it up um you know great great game i would say our most complete game of the season
1: um if you don't think anybody
0: really wants to play georgia at this point
1: i I figure i figure we might as well just be honest like we all we all know that we're recording today we sent the tweets (laughs) out so like everybody knows that we're recording right now so like we might as well just come out with it like If you're gonna end your season on a, uh, you know, end your your regular season on a a game, this is probably the way you want to go out by kicking the pants, kicking the pants off of a conference foe that has been a bit of a thorn in your side, you know, frankly. Yeah. Um, and just beat the absolute dog piss out of them. Like, I mean, seriously. Like, yeah, we we took them to the woodshed. It was like. Every the culmination of everything we hoped that this season was, and frankly, left you with a little bit of a bitter taste on like what might have been. Um, yeah, you know, saw some folks today talking about you know the fact that you know we're not playing Vandy, so like, can we just have the SEC declare Alabama the SEC champion and let's play Florida again and actually see <laughs> who deserves to play the SEC championship because we're a different team with with JT Daniels at the helm. And oh, yeah. that yeah. is that is evidenced with uh, dog stats, and I'll I'll leave it at this. Like, you know, you look at everything that dog stats put out about what happened before and after uh, we made the switch to JT Daniels. Like, I mean, our explosiveness, our EPA, like all of the things that you look at from a key success metric standpoint, are just so far and away better with JT Daniels as quarterback that it's almost like a Dang, what might have been this season had he been uh, the quarterback for, you know, frankly, the Alabama game, and frankly for the Florida game. Like if we had, if we had a competent quarterback at both of those games, or just even one of those games. um, Yeah. Well,
0: Alabama is playing. I would say they're playing a lot better now than they were back then, too. Right. So, like, yeah, at that time. For sure, but certainly against Florida. I mean, we kept that game somehow magically close, like we talked about. Like if if we get that pick six, we were down what six or seven or whatever at that point, which seems crazy. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah I mean, who knows?
0: I, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like like I I definitely keep feeling that, but I mean, they say he wasn't ready. He says he wasn't ready. His family says he wasn't ready. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: No, but, no, 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 yeah. All the all those but yeah, things but aside, like,
0: if they were there, yeah, 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 for sure.
1: Like, cool. yeah. I could, I could, I could keep talking about it, but like, the <laughs> just, just the um, whole, the whole scenario. I mean, just taking it back, just rolling it back. Like, it took Florida. Hang on a second, Joe. My dog is losing his mind outside. No, for it's so, the dog something. from
0: waiting since last Saturday. It's yeah. You live next. You live next door to Scott. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Scott, your dog's barking outside. Um, uh, dude, I, so I, I, I think about like, you think about Florida, like Florida, it took them, it took them, you know, this is their best team, their best team. And they lost to a three and five LSU team that had less players than Mississippi state did against us. Yeah. And they have a Heisman team quarterback that's having a season that I think like is statistically better than uh better than Burroughs season. And they still couldn't get it together to beat LSU. And it's just embarrassing, like quite frankly, that Florida yeah. is so high up, and I just wish that we could go back in time and just smack them in the face.
0: Yeah. We'll just have to wait until next year.
1: We will. <laughs> We will. We'll have a full season, uh, hopefully. You know, knock on, yep. knock on your, knock on your head, Jim.
0: Yep, knock on, knock ahead, knock ahead. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. So, cat out of the bag, right? I mean, yeah. So we know there will not be a Vanderbilt game. Um, so there will not be a Vanderbilt preview this week. Uh, but we are going to put out another episode, and we're actually about to record it right now. Uh, we're doing all of our recording on Monday night. Um, so we will have another episode um, for everyone to watch out for. There just won't be a Georgia game to talk about. Um, so we'll be back late. We'll be back one more time this week.
1: Boo SEC, boo. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right, man. It's a great, great, uh, great, great win. Uh, go out on top of the end of the regular season. It looks like. No, um, well, I guess that's it.
1: Yes, sir. We'll we'll talk about we'll talk about what's going on next and uh, go dogs. All
0: right, go dogs.